There is no passion to be found playing small and settling for a life that is less than one you are capable of living. Nelson Mandela. This quote resonates with me almost as much as it resonates with our guest this week. Welcome and thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Ebehi. The live episode last weekend was pretty cool, right? <laughs> thank you to everyone who tuned in. And if you didn't get a chance to join us, head over to YouTube or layersofdesign.online to watch the replay. This week, I have a conversation with Victoria Rain, a Miami-based designer. She shares with us her journey from architecture school to her current position as a lighting designer. Victoria discusses how her architectural education has helped her through her career. She voices her opinion to other architectural designers that there are many other avenues through which they can express their creativity. From our conversation, it is obvious that Victoria has no problem redefining her career path in design and will not settle for less than her worth. Hi, Victoria. Thank you for joining me today. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Ibehi? I'm good. I'm doing good. So let's start from the beginning. What got you into design and architecture? It's an interesting story. In 2008, I was in Spanish class in high school, and one of my assignments was to make a model of a bedroom. <laughs> and I had to label um, everything in the model um, in Spanish. So I was having the best time making that model. And I was like, wow, this is so fun. I love this. And my dad said, you know, you're having a really good time doing this model. You should look into architecture. And I didn't know anything about architecture. I didn't know what it was about or I just wanted to learn more about it so I started to look into it and then in junior year um, during the summer I was lucky enough to go to an architecture summer program at the University of Florida nice. where I actually met a friend Daniela which you know I no met there yeah <laughs> so it, it was actually funny that we ended up going to FIU architecture FIU. school together Mm -hmm. So basically, that's how it all started. I was very interested in model making, and I'm, I love math, and I love design, so that's kind of what started it all for me. That's awesome. That's an interesting story that you found out your love or like a passion for architecture from Spanish class. <laughs> yeah, and then it's funny that I ended up going to architecture school in Miami, which is a major spanish-speaking city yes so i'm like it's all connected it all connected that's perfect so what would you say your passion is for design and architecture so initially it was model making mm -hmm. and then when 3d printers came out when i was in school i kind of had to think of a different path for my passion and it was very I was very unsure of my future because I didn't know how much 3D printers and how much technology would overtake architecture. So I kind of geared it towards a niche of um, 
of other things like lighting. So can you tell me about your experience from when you graduated school and how was that, you know, the process of leaving school and getting into the real world? So it was very difficult for me to find a job in architecture, which is why I ended up finding a job in lighting. And it was very interesting because we didn't learn about lighting in architecture school. So I was very intrigued with lighting and it is a very important aspect of architecture. So I said, you know what, if I can't find a job in architecture, I'll go into lighting, see how it is, learn if anything, and then leave with knowledge while I go to an architecture firm. So that is what happened. So I stayed there for about a year and felt a little bit undervalued because of our degree. We have a master's degree. Mm -hmm. And so I took it on myself to leave to go to an architecture firm to get more experience with architecture. And that didn't really work out. So I ended up back at lighting. And it was funny because when my um, boss initially hired me at the lighting firm, he said, oh, once you start lighting, you're never going to leave. And now oh, I realize uh, that he's right. <laughs> oh, really? So, so, you, so you don't think you'll go back to work for, in an architecture firm? No. How come? I mean, maybe in the future I could, yes. But right now I don't see myself doing that just because I love lighting so much. And I see the future of lighting, especially with LEDs and being sustainable. It's the future. So I don't see myself going to architecture anymore. And okay. So that's, I think it's really interesting that you're, you know, you're currently enlightened. So when did you realize, because, you know, we started out with architecture and like you said, you kind of had a bit of difficulty, which I can relate to a lot, especially after graduating, you know, like we, we graduated with our masters, you know, for me personally, I had like, I had crossed all the T's and dotted all the I's and it was really hard to find a job. And that was really how like it was really discouraging right for a fresh grad for a young aspiring architect but my point here is when did you realize that there's so much more to architecture i realized after graduating that there was way more to architecture than what we were taught in school Mm -hmm. basically in school we're taught the the basics of of space design and the basics of mechanical electrical plumbing yeah but we don't really dive into how it really works how Mm -hmm. we work together with the clients it's I think after you graduate is when you realize that but in school it gets a little bit lost (laughs) it definitely (laughs) does honestly I feel like our architecture education is more of how to be kind of like how to think conceptually and how to be like overall designers. You know, we don't really get into specifics. Sometimes I wonder how the education will be if they broke it up into specifics. You know how doctors get, you know, they have like this whole general education, then they start breaking up into specialties. Sometimes I wonder how our education will be if we did it that way. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about lighting design in the profession. Your job, the job that you used to work in, right, with in architecture, I imagine you were, I don't know exactly what you were designing, but I imagine you were doing like, you know, several floor plans and sections. How is that different from what you're doing now in lighting? Good question. So when I was at the architecture firm, I mostly worked on roof plans, hmm. you know, 
um, drainage. We actually did schools in Broward County, which is interesting because I actually went to school in Broward County. So I was working on schools that I that Your I whole went career is <laughs> coming back full circle. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so that was a really interesting thing to work on. But I mostly did their um, details, sections, very technical drawings where you don't really have play for design and being conceptual so I would say now at my lighting job we have the opportunity to be more creative I only focus on reflective ceiling plans okay. so it's lighting is a niche of architecture but I'm, I'm surprised that we aren't taught more of lighting in architecture school because it does put a finishing touch on a building and if the lighting doesn't show the building correctly, it won't be portrayed the way that the architect wanted it to be designed. Mm -hmm. So I'm mostly working on lighting layouts, zoning. We also do photometrics, which is the, the measurement of foot candles needed for uh, egress. So we mm -hmm. do those calculations. So it's more, we're more consultants for architects than being an architect. Mm, okay. So how do you think designers or people in architecture school can get a better sense that even if you go into architecture, you don't have to stick with the profession? Because I feel like it's a really challenging profession, right? And I think it's, it's like this weird, like when we graduate, we all kind of have it in our heads that, you know, we're going to make an awesome portfolio. We're going to clean up our resume, right? And we're going to, we all go out and we're trying to find a job at an architectural firm. Not many of us just go off doing something different, right? So, and it's, it's almost like a realization when we start doing something different. Not That's not exactly the cookie quarter, cutter architecture. It's kind of like, whoa, I can, you know, I still have the skills for this. So how do you think, you know, we can start exposing younger designers and younger architects to this idea just so they, they know that they have so many more options that's not just architecture? I think that it should be communicated through schooling because I think in school they push to, to be an architect, to be an architect. But, you know, you could still have the, the degree of architecture and do graphic design. You can mm -hmm. still have the degree of architecture and do interior architecture. You know, there's many things that you can branch off to do with the degree, which is, I think, I mean, they do, they do kind of tell us that in school, but they don't really yeah. explain it. Or, I mean, for me, it was the reason why I started lighting was because I couldn't find a job in architecture. Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, it was so saturated after school and yeah. I guess the timing was off. So that's what pushed me into doing lighting. And when I realized I was in lighting was when I realized, you know what? I do like this. I really want to continue exploring this, learning about it, because lighting is technology. Technology is only going to be getting more prevalent in the future years. So, you know, also with the LEED certification, I know that you're LEED certified. LEDs yeah. are the future of lighting. And if you go to a restaurant, you know, and look up, you're going to notice that not all of the places that you go have LED lighting. They're all old incandescent lights, fluorescent. So to me, it's interesting that switch of when people are going to transition from fluorescent incandescent to LED. And I've been seeing it slowly happen, but 
not happening as fast as I would have liked for the environment. <laughs> but yeah. okay, so on that, right? How how would you say your experience? Now I'm talking about like the work environment, right? How would you say your experience, or what was the difference between you know working at an architecture firm and working at a lighting firm? I would say the the main difference is the architecture firm. You have to have way more roles. Hmm. way more hats than at a lighting firm you said hats yeah like for example you have to put a hat on for going to the construction site and then you're gonna have to put another hat for drawing this detail you know it's like they want you to pull all these different these sides of you pull you for writing a spec book pull you for doing this pull you for binding uh something you know so it was I felt like I was being pulled in all these different directions when I was working at an architecture firm and then lighting is just lighting so another difference too is that um when we would have the lunch and learns so architecture firm lunch and learn you'll have material people coming in roofing materials all that stuff flooring walls whatever and then lighting everyone's coming in showing you the newest lighting fixture so they want you to use the newest lighting fixture because mm-hmm. it's top of the line you know it's the most expensive so they're coming in and like catering to you so it's it's interesting how they approach firms in that way hmm that's cool Personally, I don't really know, you know, the lighting world of design, like the lighting design world. So, first of all, are there a lot of people that, you know, studied architecture that are in lighting now? I don't know if, if you have any idea of like the statistics. You know what? It's actually funny because everyone that I am in the company with, mm-hmm. my, my I work for Miami Lighting Design. None of them have a background of architecture. <laughs> oh, wow. And do you think like your background of architecture kind of sets you apart or, you know, does it really help with your with your work? Yes, definitely. Because instead of working on buildings, we work with buildings. So we still have to understand the drawings and be able to read all the drawings that we get from the architect. And sometimes there's a a miscommunication if someone that doesn't have a background in architecture can't read the drawing correctly. So that's when I come in and put my foot down. (laughs) Oh, that's cool. So it does help. That's pretty cool. Another thing I wanted to mention is that I am working with a lot of people from school that I graduated with which is I wasn't expecting to but it's since I am a lighting consultant now Mm -hmm. I'm working with people that are working at um, architecture firms so I'm still working with yeah I'm still working with um, people that I know but it is lighting is a much smaller field than architecture so touching a bit on taking some of your skills from architecture school to you know to other avenues I'm just trying to I guess what I'm trying to do is understand how your transition happened in order to to inspire any designer or architect that's that's kind of like looking for other outlets apart from architecture i would say to just go for it because you're not going to learn if you don't start Mm -hmm. and what i have come to realize in school was that we were learning a lot about design about structure and we weren't learning really about the business side we weren't learning about marketing we learned we weren't learning about sales we weren't learning about important things that 
are in, that we need to survive after graduating. And so I, when I started doing my side hustle, I really learned that there is way more to, to business than what I thought. <laughs> Yeah, you know, for sure. The, the finances, the everything, every aspect. And I think that if you want to use your degree to do other things, do it. Because you're going to piss probably a lot of people off when you start doing what's best for you. And that's okay because yeah. you're you're doing it for yourself. You're not doing it for other people. And just do what makes you happy. And life shouldn't be all about work. It should be there should be a work life balance. And sure. I think a lot of architecture firms do not do that at all. <laughs> so perfect that you bring that up. Actually, how have you seen your work life balance switching from architecture to lighting right now? Oh, huge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, architecture is always nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. Lighting, we, I'm only working nine to five. I don't work on the weekends. I don't work overtime. If we're closed, we're closed. So that's the difference. <laughs> so um, what inspires your design? I think what inspires my design the most is nature. What's interesting to me is the juxtaposition of how architecture sits in nature Okay. And we kind of learned about that in school with site selection yeah. and being site specific. But I think it's very interesting how we're trying to incorporate architecture to be green and sustainable now. So how can we do that successfully while still creating an impact on the everyday person? Oh, wow. That's nice. That's very, like, thoughtful. Talking more about lighting, right? How would you say or when would you say it will be the perfect time for an architect or a designer to start thinking of the lighting in the space or to start incorporating the lighting in the space? Personally, I think the best approach is in the beginning of design development. Mm -hmm. That way you can design with intention and lighting, LED lighting, it does require more thought than just putting a light bulb in you also need to think of a driver where the driver is going to sit that's going to power the led so there's certain things to think about with leds compared to incandescent bulbs so i would definitely say start as early as possible but even then if we do start after design development it's still easy to incorporate good lighting in designs mm, that's interesting you know i i think that's a good point though because that prevents the lighting from being an, an afterthought in the design okay so do you have any questions for me huh. who is the most influential architect in your opinion for me right now i would say um what's his name i'm drawing a blank on his name no but i look at his projects like every single day David Ajayi. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why I just drew a blank on his name. But yes, for me right now, he's really influential because of the projects he does. And especially because that's my focus right now in architecture, the humanitarian architecture, how, you know, you can just take a design and kind of think about it in different ways and create something really unique with 
you know, affordable materials with the community and just build the community up with good design. So right now I'm studying a lot on like that aspect of architecture. So he is the most influential. Wow, that's a good answer. I like that. Oh, thank you. Okay, so who, my, my question to you is very similar to that, but who would you say, or can you give me two or three people that have inspired you the most in your career? They don't have to be architects? No, <laughs> they don't. Okay, I'm going to say two people. The first person, my mom, because she she doesn't have any fear. And a fear is what holds a lot of people back from doing things that they want to do. And she came to America when she was 23. She came from Norway. She's lived here ever since. And she's been a huge inspiration to me for my career. And then the second person... I would say probably my boss at Miami <laughs> Lighting Design because he has given me the opportunity to learn. He's taught me. He's been a mentor to me. And he's really pushing me to be the best designer that I can be. And I really appreciate that. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And I think it's so great that, you know, you have a boss that's doing that for you because not a lot of bosses can do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think it's awesome that you have that. Yeah, I'm really grateful for him and happy that it all ended up working out. <laughs> <laughs> yes i'm so happy for you too thank That's you cool. like but who knows you know maybe you'll be back in architecture soon and you'll be like a lighting champ yes you know what i'm thinking maybe in the future that lighting is going to be incorporated more into architecture firms sure because of how fast technology is developing and it's a lot to keep up with so i'm hoping that in the future more people are learning about the importance of lighting and how it really impacts spaces positively. Well, thank you for coming on and having this conversation with me. It's been great. Thank you so much, Avehi.